Hi, I'm Richard Gunn. I play John Sanders on Granite Flats, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. It is time once again for your weekly dose of upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases right here on On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 257 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week... Richard Gunn is going to be here at On Screen and Beyond. Richard, of course, was sketchy on Dark Angel, and he is going to be one of the stars of the new TV show on BYU-TV called Granite Flats. Now, last week we talked about it a little bit, and uh, I was lucky enough to get him on the show, and he's going to be here coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond, so I hope you're going to stick around for that. And we've got a full slate of remakes and everything else coming your way, so why don't we get right into it? This week's Remake Madness, coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, well, a big screen remake of TV's World War II comedy Hogan's Heroes is in the works, and it's going to be done by the show's creators, so it, uh, you know, they're probably going to do it right. Also moving from TV's past to the big screen is Good Times, which starred Jimmy J.J. Walker back in the 70s, and that'll be coming your way moving from there to the big screen. And a remake of Escape from New York from 1981 was on, then it was off, and now it's back on, and they're looking to make it into a trilogy. So we'll keep you updated on what's coming with that later on. And right now, next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to be bringing you upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, Melissa McCarthy will star in another raunchy comedy. This one is going to be called Tammy. Melissa will also produce it and co-direct it. And it's about a woman who goes on a road trip with her alcoholic grandmother after she loses her job and finds out that her husband has been cheating on her. Susan Sarandon and Kathy Bates will also star in that film. Look for Harrison Ford. He's going to be donning a Western hat once again, this time in a film called Black Hats, in which he will play Wyatt Earp. And a comedy horror called Life After Beth will star John C. Riley. No release date on that one as of yet. That's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. We're going to take a peek at what's coming away as far as sequels as we go down to Sequel City next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sequel City, well, Greg Kinnear has signed on to the ever-growing Anchorman 2 cast. And you can look for Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which uh, has been given the green light to make a sequel. And James Marsden, Amy Adams, 
and Patrick Dempsey are all rumored to be starring in Enchanted 2 over at Disney. So we'll keep you informed on that as we hear more. That is it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? We've got it next. TV on DVD, well, May 21st, True Blood, the fifth season, will arrive on Blu-ray and DVD. And on July 16th, you can look for George Lopez, season three, to land on DVD in a four-disc set. And then on May 14th, you can look for a five-disc set of Highway to Heaven, season one, as it comes to DVD. That is it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD and Blu-ray, well, on May 21st, Al Pacino, Christopher Walken, and Alan Arkin are stand-up guys as it hits Blu-ray and DVD on that date. And on June 11th, you can get Phantom, and that stars Ed Harris and David Duchovny in uh, The Adventure of a Submarine Crew. So that's uh, one you want to check out. And Safe Haven will come to DVD and Blu-ray on May 7th. That is it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we go over to the book nook and find out uh, some information about books that have come out. We've had a chance to review, and they uh, deal, of course, with what else? TV, movies, and music, right here on On Screen and Beyond. This week, we take a peek at our Book Nook page at onscreenandbeyond.com. You can go there and find all sorts of information about books that we've had a chance to review and check out for you. So check it out at onscreenandbeyond.com. But this week, we're going to talk about two books that have come out. Uh, First off, Doctor Who FAQ. Now, this book is loaded, just loaded with all kinds of information about Doctor Who. Now, I I can't tell you I know a lot about Doctor Who because it's just a show that I did not watch. Not because I couldn't be a fan, it's just I haven't watched it. I never did. But after reading this book, I'll tell you, this is just got so much information, I feel like I I know a lot about Doctor Who now. Uh, I'm sure, you know, there's all kinds of episodes I'd love to see and everything. But uh, if you want a history of Doctor Who, be sure to check this book out because it's got just so much information and it's got a lot of great pictures in there uh, i i love old tv and movie posters and things like that and it's just loaded with those so be sure to check that out it's doctor who faq and if you'd like to see more about it go to onscreenandbeyond.com click on our osb book nook and you can see it there and you can get all of the information we even got a button that you can click on to go and get it or at least go to the uh, uh, a website and you can get all the information about it and uh, you can even order it there and of course if you order through on screen and beyond not uh, we're not selling it but if you click on that and go to their site to buy it um, we'll get a little credit and it'll help us out so be sure to check that out and the second book is one that I do enjoy very, very much, the show, the the movies, actually. Uh, it's James Bond FAQ. So this is a, sort of by the same company, but different authors. But James Bond, of course, 50 years we've had of him here. Uh, through the years, we've had some great films. There's been a few, uh, you know, <laughs> a few in there that weren't that great. But uh, it's got it all in there. Every single movie is in there. They tell you behind-the-scenes facts and a lot of great pictures. Information about all the villains, all the Bond girls, all the music that's been put in there. Uh, Be sure to check that out because it's a great book. If you love James Bond 007, 
this is a book you want to check out. So be sure to check that out. And it's at onscreenandbeyond.com in our book nook section. That is it for the book nook section this week. Next week, I'm not sure which one we're going to hit, books or uh, whatever. And uh, just be sure to join us. And it is time now for our interview with Richard Gunn. He's going to be joining us. He, of course, like I said, was sketchy on Dark Angel. And April 7th, he starts a brand new show where he's the star. He's the chief of police on the show. And it's uh, just a great show. I've had the opportunity to watch two episodes. And I can't wait to see more. And uh, Richard's coming up next. We're going to talk all about that and about his career. It's right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who many of you will remember for his role as Sketchy on the TV show Dark Angel. He also has appeared on CSI, Dexter, and The Mentalist. His new show, Granite Flats, premieres on April 7th on BYU-TV, in which he plays the Chief of Police, John Sanders. It's Richard Gunn. Richard, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thanks, Brian. It's good to be here. Richard, since this is a new show and uh, nobody has seen it, I have. I've actually seen two episodes. And oh, good. i got to tell you something. I usually don't say negatives when I interview somebody, but in this case I have to because they only gave me two episodes. <laughs> uh-huh. And I want to see more. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's not a negative at all. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, it's it's like... You know, they've got me hooked now, and 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 I got to wait till April. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, well, I think, yeah, I think, I think the three episodes, three and four, will will air in in April. So April seventh is the premiere on BYU right. TV. Tell us a little about the show because the audience obviously hasn't heard anything of this, but uh, give them an idea what it's about. It's a story set in 1962 in a small Colorado town, um, and. There's a, a military base in the town, and a boy and his mom, the boy has just lost his father, um, and it's, it's ambiguous as to, as to what happened to his father, but they move to this town because the mother is going to work at the military base at the hospital. And um, so then basically what happens in the show is that the ki- he meets a couple other kids. That that boy is named Arthur. He meets a couple other kids, and they get involved in basically some uh, detective work, where they're they're trying to figure out some mysteries around the town. And then on the and then also on the adult side, the chief of police, who I play, is um, also investigating uh, the cause of a of an explosion at the military base. And then some mysterious pieces of metal that have fallen from the sky and landed in the town, and the the kids' investigation and the police chief's investigation end up crossing paths. And I'll tell you, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the show. And to me, it had a little bit of uh, the Goonies, yeah, in there yeah. with a little bit of uh, um, E.T. with a little bit of uh, the nostalgia of the Wonder Years all mixed into one you know yeah that's great that's a those are great comparisons i think i think that et feel and the goonies are right on and of course the wonder years 
yeah, yeah. And now, now, how was it? Uh, I notice your character is uh, the chief of police, and it it really gets into the way fathers, and even nowadays, but more so back then in the sixties. You know, the father went to work, and it was very strict with the kids. And and it really shows up in in the uh, the, the show that you know you you really feel you're back in the '60s. Well, that's great that that you got those nuances. Yeah, um, my my character uh, John Sanders is his house is definitely very very much uh, typical of the '60s in that way. The mother stays home and does the cooking and takes care of the children, and John goes to work and mm-hmm. uh, comes home at night, and there's dinner ready for him and. Um, you know, it's a very, and he he runs a, a tight a tight ship. At right. Home. Is it true that this is based on actual events that went on back in in the sixties? Yes, uh, some of the the science more science fiction um, espionage aspects of the show are based on actual uh, government government sanctioned experiments that that were and 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 actual events that happened in in that time period yeah. it, it, I, I don't want to get into too much detail right. about that because it, it may spoil the show for some people but yes it is it is all based in actual events yeah yeah i don't definitely don't want to give anything away because that's one thing on our show and on our website we'll talk about movies and things but we will never tell it because it's like never give the spoiler yeah why why right. <laughs> you know yeah. why go see it after that oh i know i know i know <laughs> So, working with the cast, uh, you got a good cast there, and we've got a great cast here. I'm very impressed with them. Yeah, yeah. Have you worked with any of these people before? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to before, but I have seen their work. Um, but you know, before working with them, mm-hmm. I had I had seen them, especially, of course, uh, David Naughton. I saw him in in American Werewolf in London. Right. Now, working with kids, you know, they always tell you, you know. Don't work with kids and animals. <laughs> Yet, yeah. You're working. Well, yeah. You're working with some kids here. Oh yeah, I am. Uh, and actually, I have to say these kids are really great. They're really, really talented actors. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure. I haven't had the opportunity to work with kids that much in my career, but um, I wasn't sure how it would come across. And I, I see them in the in the show and. Um, their characters are very, they definitely pull you in, and uh, they're easy to empathize with. And then working with them on set, they're very professional. These mm-hmm. kids are, um, you know, they've all worked before, and uh, and they definitely know the ropes. And like I say, their camaraderie together, you can feel that they are out really trying to dig into these stories and figure out what's going on. It's, it's yeah, and it's so, I think it's very uh, endearing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the way that they they're 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 all very uh appealing kids in in like you want to watch them and and uh their stories and their interactions always make me smile really uh <clears throat> I think it's such a huge piece of the show and uh I think we're lucky to have these these actors that are so good and bringing so much to it yeah, and, and and you know, of course, here we are. We're we're being very careful about what we say and how we say it because we don't give anything away. And people are thinking, you know, what's going on? Well, they got to watch the show. That's the <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, there's a the, the kids, the these, the, there's a trio 
Um, the, the characters' names are Arthur, Timmy, and Madeline, and they have you know they're, they're a huge a huge part of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And your your character is basically the kids searching, but then your role is the major link that glues everything together too. Right, that's correct. Yeah, um, the kids actually. The kids actually, I mean, I can say this without giving things away. I know. <laughs> the kids lead uh, or, or aid aid me um, or maybe inspire me in some ways to investigate things that, or my character to investigate things that that uh, my character um, may have overlooked, I could say that. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you come about to get on this show? Is it something that you auditioned for or was somebody eyeing you or what? No, I auditioned for it. I, I hadn't worked with... Um, with uh, BYU TV before, or with uh, Vineyard Productions, which is the production company, and so these all these people that I've met, uh, it's all, all been a new relationship. And uh, yeah, I auditioned for it back in Los Angeles. Is the filming actually done in Hollywood, or is it done? Oh in... no, no, no! So it's all shot in Utah, in Salt Lake City area. Ah, okay. Yeah, we have some really great locations here. Um, there's this old. This old uh, hydroelectric power plant by Provo Canyon, um, if anyone's familiar with Utah. But uh, it's a really gorgeous set, and it serves as the set for the military base. Ah, okay. And then they recreated, the, there's a there's actually a, like a, call it a mansion, but it's, it serves us as, as the, uh, the, the military, ho- military base hospital mm-hmm. on, that, on that Olmstead location. And they actually recreated that, um, well, at least the bottom level of it, on the soundstage um, in Salt Lake City so that we could, you know, have control of the environment while we're shooting inside. And they, uh, that soundstage used to be the soundstage for Touched by an Angel. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's right. I did see that in the, uh, the write-up, yes. So, and, and this is a, a show that really is something that families can all watch together. I've noticed that, too. Yeah, definitely. That's. I think that's one of the... I think that will be one of the major appeals of the show is that it's not It's not strictly for adults. It's, it's definitely family-friendly, but it's also not a kid's show. I mean, it's very, very intelligently written. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I think it's so. In, in that sense, I think it'll appeal to both kids and adults. But it, you know, it also, like I said it before, it has the the three kids and their storyline, which will appeal to the kids. And they um, they actually do some. They they're they're very smart children. And in one episode, they actually build this uh, gadget to try and find some of these uh, mysterious metal pieces that I told you about yep. earlier. Um, and I think the kids are really going to like to see that. Huh. Well, like I say, um, it, but, it drew me in. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> well, I think that I think that's the BYU. Uh, they they BYU TV. They did some uh, focus groups around the country, and they were asking people what was missing from the current uh, amount of programming that. That there is on television, and I think that that was the the major point that most people made was that well, we're missing a, a family friendly show that is intelligent and and interesting to adults and children alike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a, you know, it, it's it's one of those shows that you can watch it. Um, the adults are going to get hooked on it. The kids, you know, they're seeing those other kids, and they're going to want to be like those kids. And, yeah, right, exactly. And you don't have to worry about, uh, um, you know, and, and I'm not knocking these other shows, but shows with a lot of sexual innuendos and, and all of yeah. that. You know, it, it's just a, a good show that, uh, uh, like you say, hasn't really been around for a while. Yeah, there there hasn't been a show like that for quite a while, I think. I think, I mean, I, I can't recall anything really since, since the Wonder Years, I guess, I suppose. Yeah, and I think years. the Wonder Years was even geared a little bit more towards children mm-hmm. than it was towards adults. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, then you look at the you know, like the Waltons and the the Little House on the Prairie and Touched by an Angel right. and those shows. Um, but this one's got the sci-fi in there, so yeah, it does have some, and and I think it's also appealing, going to be appealing because of the uh, period of time that it's set. Mm-hmm. Because this was a time period where, where, where there was there was a, a certain innocence about the population. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I think people will have will feel some nostalgia for that, and it'll, it'll certainly attract audiences that were audience audience members that were alive at that time too. Because I'm sure they'll want to. Right. You know, when you see the uh, the the ducked cover film <laughs> that the kids were watching yeah, in school. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure that. <laughs> That'll bring back a lot of memories for for, a lot of for old duffers like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it it is a very good show, and people should definitely be looking for it. Now, BYU TV is on all the major satellites and cable companies, of course. Yeah, you know, actually, I was I didn't realize this when I when I I first started, you know, working on the show, but. Um, they're they're in so many households. You know, I, I had seen the channel before, uh, flipping through the channels on my television, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it that their 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 reach is so extensive. They're in something like fifty million households. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, and um, different you know different cable company servers or uh, providers offer that channel, um, and it's also available in HD. And then anybody who doesn't have it can. Just go online and watch the episodes streaming. Ah, they are going to do them on, online? Yeah, yeah, on uh, byutv.org. Mm-hmm. I wish they had some up now. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to well, find out what happens. coming soon. <laughs> uh, we, we, so far, we've done seven of them. We're currently filming the eighth. Oh, you are? Okay, so you're not done production yet. No, no. Uh, we, we actually have done production in a few different stints, and uh, the current one we're doing... We're doing uh, episodes uh, five through eight and uh, we're on one number eight starting tomorrow When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, are they looking to extend this? Be this is uh, this is their first actual uh, scripted show, right? Yeah, that's right. It is their first scripted uh, television show. 
um, they have a couple. They have some other shows that are, I think, actually have garnered some some prestigious awards. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and but this is, but those are all all more of a. Well, one's a comedy show, and then the other ones are more of a, a documentary type shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and are you are you asking? Are they looking to make more scripted programming? Uh, no, I'm asking for your. You have eight episodes, correct? In this, yes, this series. Right. Now, is there a chance that that it could go more if the show takes off? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not they're just... going to, uh, you know, well, it's of course it's uh, we don't are not sure yet, um, <clears throat> but I think I believe that if. If uh, people respond well to the show, which I think they will, then we'll certainly come back and do another season. I think they're going to, I think they're going to do uh, eight episode seasons. I think that's the plan at the moment. Really? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of shows back twenty, thirty years ago, that a season was thirty episodes or twenty so episodes or whatever. No, they had so many. I think, I think up to forty uh, wow. back in, you know, a long time ago. Right in the sixties. Um, yeah. On network television, they usually do. Uh, currently, the seasons are about twenty-two episodes, and mm-hmm. then cable it's like between eight and thirteen. Right. Well, I hope they definitely continue this because, uh, like, like I say, from what I've seen so far, it's going to be good. Yeah. I hope so too because I'm really enjoying uh, working on this show, and I I love the character that I'm playing and um, the cast and the the crew is a really fabulous bunch of people. Yeah. Now this is quite a different role from what you played when you were on Dark Angel, though. <laughs> yeah, you, right? <laughs> quite different than that one. <laughs> yeah. How did you be- decide to become an actor? Uh, when you were young, did you? you know, oh yeah. Lean that way, uh, or? Well, I, you know, I'll tell you a funny story. When I was, when I was, um, I think about, I must have been about ten years old. My mother decided that. Well, we lived right outside of Los Angeles. And my mother decided that we should probably do extra work on, you know, TV and movies, uh, so we can make some money for ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. like a sort of a job you could have as a kid, and it's a fun, a, a, you know. But uh, at, at the time, I wasn't interested at all, and um, and my sisters did it, but I, I I opted out, and then, you know, six years later, I was in high school and um, I was a pretty shy kid and so I was trying to figure out if I should take um, a a speech course or drama course to you know kind of bring me out of my show a little bit Mm -hmm. and I opted for for the drama course and I really fell in love with it Um, I probably I probably would have gone into a completely different area of work if it if it hadn't been for that. Hmm. Wow. Wait, if you hadn't gone into acting, what do you think you would have gone into? I probably would have gone into to mathematics or some kind of science. I, I imagine that's where my my strengths were in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So so what what was your first acting role for on TV or or whatever? Do you remember? <clears throat> um. My very first one was. Well, a commercial, I believe it was. Mm-hmm, yeah. A commercial for, for Martini Rossi. As a kid? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 
No, I didn't start doing it professionally until I was in my 20s. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I went to I went to college at uh, UC Santa Cruz, and I studied theater there. And then I worked for a I worked with a professional repertory Shakespeare company mm-hmm. up there, and um, and then after I graduated, I moved down to LA. And then I was going to say, boy, they they were getting real liberal with. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, they, they Martini and Rossi. <laughs> it's a kid. <laughs> well, I think it was a it was a European commercial for Martini and Rossi. I think it's the first thing I ever did. Oh, uh, so how did the role of uh, on of Sketchy on Dark Angel come about? Well, <clears throat> I had um, I met I, I I asked my my uncle was uh, my uncle is a financial advisor, mm-hmm. and. He knew I was I was uh, I was uh, you know in L.A. Um, looking for acting roles, and uh, so he he had a couple of clients in the business, and he ended up introducing me to this guy named Chick Igley, who is who was the creator and executive producer along with James Cameron of um, of Dark Angel, mm-hmm. and so he. Um, he, he introduced me to Chick, and I sat down with Chick, and Chick said, hey, so uh, your uncle tells me you want to be an actor. And I said, yeah, that's right. And he said, well, um, he actually asked me to try and talk you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, well, that's not going to work, but you can give it your best shot. <laughs> um, so anyway, we got on pretty good, and we talked for a while. And I thought I didn't really think anything of it. Um, but uh, he, did, he did mention that he was working on a TV show. Uh, creating a TV show at the time, and so um, I guess when they started casting it, um, they called me in for it, and and I went in to read for the role of Sketchy, and I, you know, did well at the first read, and so they had me back, and I, I think I went in and read five times for that that part. Wow! And one time, one time I I read with Jessica Alba, who's the star of the show, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had to test for the network and all that stuff, and eventually got it, and I was I was I was thrilled i'm sure believe my luck yeah (laughs) now for granite flats you said that you had to audition for it did you have to go in for several readings or just so just one well it was a little different with granite flats because it's not a standard the standard network process with uh auditioning for like you know network shows like uh nbc or abc cbs Mm -hmm. they all they they do it in a way that they have the casting director see you and then the producers see you and then if the producers approve of you then they pick you to go to the studio you audition for the studio and then if the studio approves then you go to the network and then if the network approves you get the job but in this case it was different because the network BYU TV um, is uh, Scott Swafford is is I'm I'm not sure of, of his exact role with the um, what his exact title is with BYU TV, but he's executive producer of Granite Flats, uh-huh. and he's also was the director of the pilot and and a few episodes after the pilot. So he was there at at the uh, second audition. What I did I put myself on video on for a first audition and sent it to them, and then. And I read for them in the second audition. So there was I, what I'm trying to say is there was no Scott's Scott's a, a has a, a plays a big role at the network. So I don't think there was any need to have multiple auditions. Uh, like he's, he's got a lot of power. Talking about <laughs> <for the others>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Richard, I'd like to finish up with just two final questions for you. And okay. this takes us away from your shows and your past acting and all that stuff. Uh, but when you get a chance to relax and watch TV, what are your favorite TV shows to watch now and in the past? And also, what's your favorite movies of all time? Well, I love right now, there's a few TV shows I really like a lot. Um, I love uh, Vikings as a new TV show. Yes, on History Channel. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really interesting one so far. I've only there's only three episodes I've seen. Um, and also uh, Mad Men, I really enjoy, and Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, and Game of Thrones. Yep. Yep. Those Interesting. All, uh, all, all most of them are all, uh, uh, you know, cable channel movie shows. Well, yeah, the the they they are. I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, they are all cable shows. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Cable seems to be coming up with uh, the better product, really. Well, they. I don't know if I could say they're definitely a better product, but they they certainly have a. I think they have a gritty aspect to them. Right, yeah. Uh, more of a, a gritty feel to them that that a lot of network shows uh, don't have mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So what about um, movies? Movies? Uh, well, I love this mo- This old old movie called Les Enfants du Paradis. That's one of my favorite old movies. And also The City of Lost Children is a, a really great movie. Um, I also, of course, really like Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and uh, the 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 first AD on some of our episodes that was a uh, was a second AD on Blade Runner, which I wow I thought was really interesting news. Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, offhand, that's all I can think of at the moment. Yeah. Well, Richard, when I had the opportunity to get you on, I was very excited because, like I say, I had a chance to watch some of the shows. Uh, they are one hour long, just so everybody knows that it's not just a half-hour show. It's an hour-long show, and it premieres on April 7th on BYU TV. It's called Granite Flats. It's a, a very good show, and I hope they're all going to watch it, and I wish you luck with it, and I hope they continue with it. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you for your kind words. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us. No problem. Anytime. Richard Gunn, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. Of course, you got to catch him on Granite Flats. It's going to be coming up on April 7th on BYU TV. And uh, you can watch that show. It's it, it's going to be great. Get the family around because everybody can watch it. It's not something that you got to worry about. The, you know, with the, can the kids watch this or not? You know, but uh, it's a good show. And uh, check him out, Richard Gunn. Of course, he played Sketchy on Dark Angel a couple of years back. And uh, we thank him so much. It was a lot of fun talking with him. And uh, like you say, Granite Flats coming up on April seventh on BYU TV. Be sure to check that out. I think you'll enjoy it. Next week, we are going to have another great guest coming your way. We've lined them up, and uh, we've just got more and more coming your way. So I hope you're going to be joining us. If you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you are on iTunes, leave us a review. That'll help us get out uh, the word, of course. And we love to have more people listening to On Screen or Beyond. If you've got a friend who's interested in uh, TV and movies, actors and actresses, 
be sure to tell them about On Screen and Beyond because I guarantee if they go to onscreenandbeyond.com and go to our rerun section, there is going to be somebody in those 257 episodes of On Screen and Beyond that there is somebody that they are going to be interested in hearing telling their story. So be sure to check them out and let them know about it. And uh, that's it. That's a wrap for this week. Next week, we got a great guest coming your way. So until then, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 